0: Everyone knows that pastors spend a great deal of their time preparing and then delivering sermons. Today we're going to be looking at what is the makeup of a nutritious sermon. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, 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 folks. This is Mike Holmes here at reachkeep.com at the Better Sundays Podcast. Today we're covering a very important topic about not the delivery of the sermon. We talked about that last week, how how you hand it out or whatever. But this week we're talking about what is the makeup or the content of the actual sermon, the food that you're delivering. Now, we won't get into Old Testament, New Testament, your content, your particular verse on this. I'll give you a couple examples. But we're going to talk about some of the basic kind of food groups that are out there, I guess. It might be a way of looking at it. Way back in earlier in my career, I was a animal husbandry guy, and that means that I was a farmer. I got a couple of degrees in cow calf management and sheep management. And we spent time raising sheep and cattle and learned a lot about nutrition. That's one of the things that they teach you a lot about is feeding your animals. And so, one of the things that we we learned is that there's some of these basic things that have to be in the food, okay? You got your carbohydrates, which is your basic energy, which a lot of corn and, you know, silage has a lot of that stuff in You got to have, of course, a certain level of protein if you're going to build some muscle in these animals. You have to have a certain amount of fats in there, not too much, okay? And then, of course, you have to have some minerals and roughage and a few other things. But all of those kind of make up those categories of food. In a pastor's sermon, there are sort of some categories that, that, that are involved in, in a sermon that is what we call a solution-based sermon. So uh, we want to go through a couple of things today here. We're going to cover the content. And again, the content here, what we're speaking of is the content that you would be delivering and sort of what it is made up of in your particular sermon. Now, your sermon might be an expository type verse by verse sermon. It might be a verse with verse sermon, you know, more of a topical type of thing. You might have sermon notes that you use where you put them on paper. You might have sermons on the screen. There's a lot of things that can enhance your content. And those are very good things. And those are all things we uh, discuss with and we actually show you how to do uh, sermon notes and how to do sermon notes on a screen and spend some time in our training. We'll go through uh, some of that and help you. You with those particular things, even the software side of, of some of that can often be there, uh, be a little bit confusing. But we want to talk about the type of sermon and the type of content that needs to be in a nutritious meal. Now, the meal that we're speaking of would be a Sunday morning meal, and this would be the predominant type of sermon that you that you would preach. One that is very healthy. Now, there are times that are uh, uh, sermons have some insp- inspiration to them, uh, motivation. There can be sermons of comfort. Uh, there can be uh, you know, sermons that have just a lot of information in them. And we've all done those. But probably 80% of your sermons or more should be what we call a solution-based sermon. It's, and and the, let me focus on these words here, solution-based. People are coming to church Hungry. They're coming to church wounded. They're coming to church looking for relief. They're coming to church with a problem. And when we can send them home, and and then then they're going to come back, and we're going to be able to disciple them. You can't disciple them if they're not coming back too often. Okay, so you got to get them back. You get them back for midweek things. Get them back for Bible studies because they have been fed the first time. So we want you to take the Word of God and expound it, and the idea of of expound or, uh, you know, demonstrating what it means and kind of showing what is there. Uh, Expository preaching is kind of the term that's used often, but it just deals with the idea of exposing what the the Holy Spirit intended in that particular verse. That's what we want you to to do. But we want to go through and kind of give you sort of some ways to kind of put together what we call a solution-based sermon, okay? So these would be like the steps that you would have in a solution-based sermon. The first one would be this idea of just... Just explain it and make sure that all the the baseline is clear and everybody knows what's going on. Pastors come out of seminaries, come out of theology books, you get your nose in a in a book and you're reading it, and oftentimes we get into a lot of big words, we get into a lot of complicated things. We need to make sure we simplify some of those things, especially for Sunday morning. You want to kind of go deep into some of these other areas, you know, and use a lot of big words and some of that. You can do that. There are places for doing that. But when you start to reach new young families. And you have people that come to, to church and and they you know don't know the basic miracles. They don't know the basics of Old Testament, New Testament, whatever. You need to take some time and kind of lay the little bit of groundwork there and kind of make sure it's there. Kind of back to the uh the animal feed category. When you're feeding uh cattle uh, particularly, uh one of the things that almost everybody uses is corn okay you know number two yellow corn the hard corn but corn can pass through an animal very quickly and no nutrition can come out of it because it goes right through their system that's why wise farmers use grinder mixers or a lot of different things and they crack the corn they break it into a smaller piece so that it is assimilated into their system and preachers can do this too we can sometimes have too much content too big of content too complicated of content and it goes right through in a sense and and the people are not actually grasping uh, what is going on there so take time to kind of break things down Uh, the second thing here and this is just a really important one is take time to to relate it to the individual where you would take the scriptures and you would make it something that's going to apply in their particular life and l- l- let me give you a couple examples say you're preaching on um, the Holy Spirit and you're going through some of the attributes of the Holy Spirit and you could get to the one that deals with like grieving the Holy Spirit you might have an illustration where you uh, you know go to the folks and you basically, and you could do this in your introduction, which is sort of a setup, and we're going to talk about introductions and, and uh, illustrations here in the next few weeks, but you can do this sort of as a setup to kind of create that appetite as we spoke about uh, last week, a few weeks ago, um, but basically what you're going to do is you're going to say something along the line of, um, hey, how many of you have ever like... Um, Uh, been at a grocery store or maybe at a restaurant with your kids and your kids have like said something and you're in public or they they've did something in the store or something in the restaurant and it's sort of kind of embarrassed you a little bit. Have you ever had that happen? (laughs) You know, and you have people raise their hands and elbowing their kids like, yeah, remember that, you know, I mean, so what you've done is you've brought them in, you've engaged them and now they're part. So you ask the question, have you ever done that? They're like now looking for What's the the reason, you know? So I always do it. Yeah, how many, you know, how many, yeah, you, you got embarrassed by your kid at one time or another, it kind of just got to your heart there, what they said, in you know, a in a way or an action that they did. And then you might add something like, how many of you were the person, the kid that embarrassed your parents, you know, and you always get a lot of hands on that type of thing. You know what? When the Holy Spirit is grieved, it's kind of like that. It's like his children are out there and they say things or they do something and it kind of gets to the heart of the Holy Spirit. And today we're gonna dive in and talk about things that happen in our lives where we touch the heart of God, but not in the good way, but kind of in the grievous way. So turn in your Bibles to blah, 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 and you get right into it. So this is one of those ways where you are relating it to something, you've tied it to something that they grasp and they understand. Let me give you you another one. uh, same thing. Um, how many ever like been uh, at the grocery store? Okay. And you're pushing your cart out and you're starting to check all your food or something and your kids are right there and they're all, you know, behaving really good right now. Okay. And you're checking all your groceries, you're buying all your stuff. And all of a sudden the, the, the clerk swings by and, and there's a box of like cinnamon toast crunch or something like that. Captain crunch, you know? And you're like, I didn't put that in there. Where did that come from, kids? And the kids are all, yeah, because they put that in there. I, you know, when I go to the store, my wife's buying all the health food. She got the veggies and the person's checking it. Ding, ding. They're doing through all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden there's a Reese's peanut butter cup in there. Do you want this in your bag or packed? And my wife's like, where did that come from? Okay. That kind of thing. It's like, You know what that's like. Somebody's trying to sneak something in. And folks, today we're going to talk about our desires. Because many times we have desires, and our desires kind of get the best of us. And if you've ever slipped something into the grocery cart or stuck an extra candy bar in there, you know what we're talking about. We're going to talk about the damage that out-of-control desires can have and how you can learn to control your desires. So open your Bible, and here we go, okay, or turn to such and such a verse, and here we go. You might do that partway through the sermon. You see, this is what we call relating and taking the content and making it relatable. This is like the the cracking of the corn. This is like, you know, you're getting explained, you're going to get it to them, and it's going to be assimilated in this way. The last one, of course, is just something that we all know that we need to do, and this is the application of a sermon where we actually just say, and here are some ways that you can and apply this in your life with your parents, with your children, with your in-laws, you know, with your neighbors or whatever and you do that. And one of the ways that I like to do this that works well is you, you kind of do the imagine. Imagine what would happen if everybody, okay, in our church or everybody in our community, you know, uh, was hungering and thirsting after righteousness, for example. What if everybody was hungry? How cool would that be if people were like, wow, I need to get to church. I need to read my Bible. I need to do this. And and you're like making this application where people would do that. You're, you're, you're encouraging people to apply it into their life. And that's just a good way to do it. So take uh, take that with you. If, if this is helpful stuff for you, we, we uh, uh, try to help out the best we can. Um, just give us a thumbs up here or share this. We appreciate that. Or subscribe if you've never subscribed here uh, on our YouTube channel. We appreciate that. But the idea of solution-based Content is so important that we would do that. These are the steps to a solution. And and when we explain it, and when we relate it, and when we apply it, what we have done is we have created a solution for somebody now hopefully they're going to take it and hopefully it's going to be this nutritious thing that they're going to grab and and run with and, and and they're going to you know assimilate it um let me finish with an illustration it's kind of a gross one but in in the cattle business you feed your cattle x number of food and you know how many how much this you gave them and that and that and that you balance the rations it's a very big thing to so make sure everything's balanced there are ways that you can study how much your cattle have got it uh obviously Obviously, you can see how much weight they've gained and some of that. And there's actually uh, kind of companies and services that they go out into the feedlot there and they scrape up some things off the bottom of the feedlot and they test those and they see how much actually is still in, in that, okay, the stuff on the ground. And they know then what you put into them and they can tell what has been retained. The idea is that people would retain it because it is nutritious and we need to take time No matter whether the content is Old Testament, New Testament, verse by verse, verse with verse, however you do it, we need to make sure that it is nutritious and it is being assimilated into their life. So if this is helpful for you, we've got some training that we're beginning here soon. You can get to it at reachkeep.com slash preaching, and we'll put you on our wait list and get in touch with you. Uh, Let's preach better. That is kind of the mantra for this, and we'll be doing some one-on-one coaching, some group coaching with uh, pastors just like yourself and helping you to be the very best you can be. So thanks for being with us here. Again, if this is helpful, hit the thumbs up button, give us a share, make a comment below. Always appreciate the comments and respond to all of them. And we will see you next time at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.